Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Sunday, June 24th, 2018. Good evening, everyone. This is Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw of the WCWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoot.com. As we do each and every Sunday evening, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be bringing you, of course, our weekly promos, which will, of course, include <clears throat> a rundown of all of our shows that will take place here this week in the radio network, as well as, of course, <clears throat> our rest of history uh, for today as well as, of course, some wrestling news bites courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com. <clears throat> Let's go ahead and get things going with, our, of course, our wrestling history to start things off for today, June the 24th. 32 years ago today, which would put it at 1986, at a WWF Championship Wrestling taping in Poughkeepsie, New York, Hulk Hogan and Paul Orndorff defeated the team of Big John Studd and King Kong Bundy. The story was... What went down post-match? Following the match, as Orndorff raised Hogan's hand, he clotheslined him, then delivered a pile driver, turning him heel and joining up with the Heenan family. The, the moment is known in wrestling lore as the Great Betrayal. Hogan and Orndorff were feud for the remainder of the year, with their most notable bouts coming at the big event in Toronto in August and a steel cage match at Saturday night's main event in December. Orndorff's career-making feud came at a price. During the feud, Paul injured his right arm in a weightlifting accident. He opted to hold off surgery until well after the feud ended. Because of this, his right arm would weaken and his muscles shrank with his right biceps and later the entire right side of his body, eventually succumbing to atrophy. Paul retired in December of 1995 and would become a trainer for WCW's training facility, the power plant, until the promotions closed in 2001. 24 years ago today, put it in 1994, Eastern Championship Wrestling presented Hostile City Showdown from the ECW Arena in Philadelphia. Here are the matches that took place at this event. Tommy Dreamer defeated Hack Myers. The Tasmaniac defeated Pitbull Number 1 in a dog collar match. The Bruise Brothers, Ron and Don Harris, defeated Mr. Hughes and Shane Douglas. Tommy Cairo defeated the Sandman by DQ in a Singapore cane on a pole match. The public enemy, Johnny Grunge and Rocco Rock versus Dory Funk Jr. and Terry Funk fought to a no contest. Mikey Whipwreck defeated Rock and Rebel by DQ to retain the ECW World TV title, and Sabu defeated Captain Jack. 23 years ago today, which was put in 1995 in Philadelphia, the second WWE Hall of Fame class is inducted. The 1995 class included the Fabulous Moolah, the Grand Wizard, Ernie Ladd, Pedro Morales, Ivan Putsky, Antonio Roca, and George Animal Steel. Pedro was not in attendance at the ceremony, making him the first and in this day the only living person to miss the WWE Hall of Fame induction. Turned out there was a reason for that. He was a Spanish language announcer for WCW. 22 years, 22 years ago today, which was put it at 1996, at a Monday Night Raw taping in Green Bay, Wisconsin, the Ultimate Warrior defeated Owen Hart by DQ. 
airing on July 8th, this would be the final ever WWF match for the Ultimate Warrior. Soon after the episode aired, Warrior was fired from the company. Why he was fired depends on who was telling the story. One story claims it was after he had missed several house shows and had taken time off without prior authorization to grieve for the death of his father. Mr. Man claimed that Warrior had not spoken with his father in about a decade prior to his death and didn't care for him that much. Another story claimed it was over another dispute with the company over merchandising royalties. Warrior was originally sent to team with Shawn Michaels and Ahmed Johnson to face Camp Cornette, Owen Hart, Timmy Boy Smith, and Vader at In Your House 9 International Incident later in the month. Warrior would be replaced by Psycho Sid. As for Warrior, by many ex-WWF talents at the time, he would turn up in WCW, but not until two years later. 22 years ago today, we put it at, let's see, yes, 1996, on Nitro from Charlotte, North Carolina, Harlan Heat, Booker T, Stevie Ray defeated Lex Luger and Sting and the Steiner Brothers, Rick and Scott, in a three-team match to win the WCW World Tag Team titles. 17 years ago today, put it at 2001, WWF presented King of the Ring from the Continental Airlines Arena in East Rutherford, New Jersey. 17,777 were in attendance, with 445,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. That's down from 475,000 homes for the 2000 edition. The event is most noted for three things. First off, DDP's WWF pay-per-view debut as he confronted The Undertaker. Well, not so much confronted as much he was beaten down by The Undertaker, of course. As you know, he turned out to be the one that was stalking Undertaker's wife at the time, Sarah. We all remember that. Second of all, Booker T making his WWF debut near the conclusion of the show's main event, Triple Threat Match. In his first act, he put Stone Cold Steve Austin through the Spanish announce table. The act re-aggravated Austin's neck and back injuries. He would be sidelined, but still on WWF programming for about the next month, that he would never fully recover. Just a year later, Austin left the company in part due to said neck and back issues. He would retire following WrestleMania 19. Third, the brutal street fight between Kurt Angle and Shane McMahon. It came as a shock that the WWF was able to deliver such a bout in a state that had recently outlawed deathmatch-style wrestling. The bill was signed into law the prior to September. As defined by the law, extreme wrestling was, and this is how this was, this is how they worded it, an activity in which participants struggle hand-to-hand and hand-to-hand and cut, slash, or strike each other or themselves with an implement to intentionally cause bleeding or perform any intentional act, which could reasonably be expected to cause bleeding, primarily for the purpose of providing entertainment to spectators rather than conducting a bona fide athletic contest. So how did the WWF get away with such a match, regarded as by me as one of the most brutal in company history? This little nugget was also in the law. The bill does not re-regulate professional wrestling groups such as the World Wrestling Federation, World Championship Wrestling, or Extreme Championship Wrestling, but instead distinguishes extreme wrestling from professional wrestling. Basically, organizations like the Big Three, at the, at the time just the Big One, actually, really, were in the clear, while smaller, small, smaller federations, most notably Combat Zone Wrestling and Jersey All-Pro Wrestling, were not. So in other words, independents could not do it, but the big ones like like you said, WWF, WCW, and ECW at the time, which now, would, of course, primarily would be encompassing the WWF period, was the only one that was exhumed from the law at this time, around this point in time. In a Sunday Night Heat pre-show match before the 2001 King of the Ring, Matt Hardy defeated Justin Credible to retain the WWF European title. The King of the Ring semifinals was as follows. Kurt Angle defeated Christian, and Edge defeated Rhino. King of the Ring final, Edge defeated Kurt Angle to win the King of the Ring tournament. Non-tournament matches in order of occurrence. The Dudley Boys, Bubba Ray and Devon, defeated Kane and Spike Dudley to retain the WWF Tag Team titles. Jeff Hardy defeated X-Pac to retain the WWF Light Heavyweight title. Kurt Angle defeated Shane McMahon in a street fight. And Stone Cold Steve Austin defeated Chris Jericho and Chris Benoit in a triple threat match to retain the WWF title. 
15, uh, sorry, 16 years ago today, 2002, Bret Hart suffers a stroke when a blood clot reaches his brain around the same time he fell off, of, uh, fell off a bicycle. At the time, Hart was not wearing a helmet. He would lose feeling in the, in the left side of his body. He would have to relearn how to walk and talk. Eventually, he makes a full recovery and even returns to the ring, I'll bet, in a limited, limited capacity, of course, in 2010. I'll remember what happened there. 17 years ago today, also 2001, in Philadelphia, American Dragon Brian Danielson, of course you know him now as Daniel Bryan, defeated Austin Aries, Colt Cabana, Homicide, Mark Briscoe, and Samoa Joe in a six-man elimination match to win the ROH Survival of the Fittest Tournament. Other participants were Alex Shelley, Trent Acid, Jay Briscoe, Jack Evans, and Matt Stryker. Twelve years ago today, put it at 2006, <clears throat> Uh, in San Francisco, cheerleader Melissa defeated Jazz in a Falls Count Anywhere match to win the All-Pro Wrestling Chick Fight 5 tournament. Other participants were Kenny Mouse, Yoshiko Tanura, Allison Danger, His Chief, Sumi Saki, and Simply Luscious. That's the name, folks. I'm just reading what it says. 11, let's see, also 11 years ago today, which was put it at 2007, <clears throat> WWE presented Vengeance Night of Champions from the Toyota Center in Houston, Texas. About 15,000 were in attendance with 247,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. The event is noted for Chris Benoit no showing the event for personal reasons. The personal reasons will become clear by the next morning. Over the weekend, Benoit, and of course this is just this is pretty much by speculation, folks, Benoit killed his wife Nancy, his son Daniel, and then himself. Her bodies were discovered the next day. Of course, I hear in the WWS Radio Network here, folks, we have been hearing many different stories about the circumstances of the Benoit tragedy, and we're just pretty much saying that, even though that they're reporting this is real, but we're saying this is pure speculation of how that tragedy took place. As for the show itself, the show's hook was that all the WWE championships were defended, or in this case, of the ECW championship, a new champion would be crowned. In a pre-show dark match, Super Crazy defeated Carlito. Lance Cade and Trevor Murdoch defeated Matt and Jeff Hardy to retain the world tag team titles. Chavo Guerrero defeated Jimmy Wayne Yang to retain the Cruiserweight title. Johnny Nitro defeated CM Punk to win the vacant ECW title. This is the one that Benoit was supposed to go after before that incident took place. The championship was vacated when Bobby Lashley was drafted to Raw earlier in the month. Santino Morello defeated Umaga by DQ to retain the Intercontinental title. MVP defeated Ric Flair to retain the United States title. Deuce and Domino defeated Sergeant Slaughter and Jimmy Snuka to retain the WWE Tag Team titles. Edge defeated Batista by Canada to retain the World Heavyweight title. Batista had originally won the match by DQ, but SmackDown GM Tay Long restarted the match with the loss, Batista could not challenge for the title again as long as Edge was champion. Candice Michelle defeated Melina to win the women's title. The win made Candice the first Diva Search contestant to win a championship. And John Cena defeated Mick Foley, Bobby Lashley, Randy Orton, and Team Booker in a champion's challenge to retain the WWE title. A very interesting event took place 10 years ago in TNA, folks. Let's, let's listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> 
the Pro Wrestling Guerrilla World Championship and the NWA World Heavyweight Championship five times. Only Jeff Jarrett, Harley Race, and Ric Flair have more. Pierce has actually retired from the ring competition, falling into the career in December 2014 after facing longtime rival Colt Cabana. In February 2015, Pierce was inducted into the NWA Hall of Fame. Today, Pierce serves as a trainer for NXT WWE's NXT developmental program. He served as a producer for the highly acclaimed NXT TakeOver Revolution in December 2014. It's also the happy 60th birthday today to Thomas Tiny Lister Jr. The actor, best known for his role as neighborhood bully Debo in the Friday trilogy and President Lindbergh in The Fifth Element, actually dabbled a bit in wrestling in the, in the late 1980s and mid-1990s. He appears as Zeus in the 1989 movie No Holds Bar alongside Hulk Hogan, a character that would carry over to WWE programming for a brief period of time. He also had a briefer run in WCW in 1996 as Z Gangsta, Part of the, as part of the alliance to end Hulkamania. In November 2012, Lister played, pled guilty to conspiracy to commit a mortgage that resulted in nearly $4 million in losses. He faced up to five years in federal prison. Lister's most recent credits include appearing on, appearing on independent film channel series Comedy Bang Bang in 2015, Nick Cannon Presents Wild and Out in 2016, and voicing Finnick in the animated movie Zootopia. So happy happy birthday, like I said, happy 40th birthday to Adam Pierce, and happy 60th birthday to Thomas Tiny Lister Jr., of course, as we said, better known as <clears throat> Zeus during the, during the days of Hulk Hogan. So there you have happy birthday to you all, and there you have it, folks, with our wrestling uh, history here and birthdays here for today. Let's go ahead and bring you, of course, coming up here, folks. Uh, let's, let's go ahead and bring you, of course, our <clears throat> lineup here for what will be take what will take place here in the WWS Radio Network here this week. First off, we start, of course, we'll definitely start off with we'll start off with, of course, tomorrow, tomorrow afternoon from three to five, one three eight seven four four pound as. King and W.O. Duarte Smith, the Iceman, Jared D. Geralmo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and the popular guests bring you, of course, tomorrow's edition of WWS Raw Radio. As, of course, they'll be bringing you <coughs> the latest wrestling news and views, of course, coming through Fuller, the Mania, and other sources. Uh, also, they're talking about a few little things from outside of wrestling, including some movies, sports, and all that good stuff. John will bring you, of course, the wrestling history and birthdays. For not only not for only tomorrow, but also for this past weekend as well. That uh, of course I we just I, we brought you on Power Hour yesterday and during our promotion here just a couple minutes ago. Plus, also of course some other fun things will take place, <clears throat> leading up to of course uh, predictions for what the main event and the ratings will be for tomorrow night's Monday Night Raw show. So be sure to join, like I said, GTS, JD, John, and the rest of the gang. For WWUS Raw Radio, tomorrow afternoon from 3 to 5, right here on Talk Show, as we said, call ID 138-744-POUND. Next up here, folks, Sports of Double Dose Part 1, as we first start things off with WWUS Wrestling Revisited from 7 to 8, Tuesday night, 139-926-POUND. Of course, as, as you know, of course, King Ice will be visiting, will be hopping into the WWUS time machine and visiting a moment from wrestling history. Uh, it could be a match. It could be a um, uh, one particular match. It could be a particular wrestling moment. It could be a pay-per-view itself. You never know. But we'll definitely be bringing. <clears throat> they'll definitely bring you, of course, some very interesting, some very interesting tidbits and discussions here in deep. Be sure to join in, of course, for wrestling revisited this <clears throat> this Tuesday night from seven to eight, right here on Talk Show. Call ID one three nine nine two six pound. Next up here, of course, be sure to join us as I'll be back on, excuse me, with the Tuesday edition of WWS Revolution, 138055-pound. Our live video feed will be from Wrestling Done Right. Of course, the group started by uh, panel, way too tough to handle member, our resident independent wrestler, Ronda Rush Wright. Uh, we'll be, of course, bringing you, of course, our, our uh, wrestling news and views, of course, from JD, from uh, 
Ice, of course. John will be bringing you, of course, wrestling history and birthdays here for Tuesday, as well as, of course, we'll be bringing our thoughts and opinions on what ha- on what will take place on Monday Night Raw tomorrow night. Plus, some other fun things will take place, including we're hoping, to, of course, to finish the contender versus contender match that we've had looming for the past couple of weeks between John and Ann uh, Tuesday night as well, so we hope to get that taken care of here for you. So be sure to join us for Revolution this Tuesday night from 9 to 11. Actually, a live video feed from Wrestling Done Right, 138055-pound for that. This coming Wednesday night, of course, be sure to join us for our Triple Threat Wednesday, as, of course, we will first start things off at WWS Outside the Ropes. As myself, J.D., and John will be bringing you the latest stories from the pop culture scene. Of course, <clears throat> I'll be bringing you stories courtesy of our friends at 411 Mania. J.D. will no doubt be bringing you some of uh, the box office report as well as some other sports news making the rounds, of course. Um, <clears throat> plus, also, myself, and also, we'll get John's take on everything that was discussed. But also, of course, having our movie trivia challenge will be, will be either trivia questions itself or wrestling jeopardy. But nonetheless, we'll definitely be having uh, we'll definitely be uh, having a good time here with that. Of course, on outside the ropes this Wednesday night from 6:30 to 7:30, right here on Talkshoe. Call ID 141-387-POUND. Next up here, folks, don't forget, don't forget, of course, to catch the NWO Madness Kingdom for the next episode of WWS Wrestling Debate, and they will discuss, of course, uh, their give their thoughts and opinions on what on on what of course on on things going on that happen, of course, on Monday night that will happen on Monday night Raw. Also, things that will happen on that on SmackDown tomorrow. Um, I mean Tuesday night. Plus, also some other things making the rest of the news scene at that time. Give their take on everything that is going on. We're leading up, of course, towards Extreme Rules coming up here really soon. So be sure to join us for Wrestling Debate this Wednesday night from eight to nine, right here on Talk Show. Call ID one three nine nine two five pound. Next up, folks, I'll be back on with the Wednesday edition of WWS Revolution, 138055-pound. Our live video feed will be from Future of WCWS, as we, of course, once again bring in the latest wrestling news and views, and also John will bring in the latest history and birthdays. Plus, also, we'll give our take on what took place on, well, what will take place on SmackDown uh, Tuesday night. Uh, <clears throat> also, of course, another fun step will be, of course, Will also be taking will also be taking place there as well. <clears throat> so be sure to catch us this Wednesday night for Revolution Force One Three Eight Zero Five Five Pound uh, coming up. Like I said, from our live like I said, our live video feed from Future of WCWS this Wednesday night from nine to eleven p.m. Next up here, folks, will be of course our second installment in W.O. Wolfpack. Of course, One Three Eight Five Two One Pound. We'll, of course, have our latest wrestling news and views. We'll also have our history and birthdays, plus we'll have some other fun stuff taking place as well. A lot of big-time wrestling talk here, no doubt. Um, but we'll definitely be having a good time. <clears throat> we'll be definitely having a good time. as a howling good time, as we always say. Our live video feed will be from WCCW US Forever Strong. So be sure to catch us, catch us there as well. So we'll, we'll talk to you, like I said, Thursday night on NWO Wolfpack, 138-521-POUND, from with our live, like I said, our live video feed from WCCWUS, Forever Strong. This Friday night, of course, we'll definitely be, we'll be back on with Revolution, 138-055-POUND, the latest wrestling news and views. Also, <clears throat> also, of course, our history and birthdays and also some other fun stuff taking place. We could have several, or we do have several title matches in the works. We could have one of them, of course, this week, if not, of course, on Friday. But uh, we'll definitely be having some stuff going on here as well. So be sure to catch us for Revolution this Friday night from 9 to 11. The live video feed coming in from WCWS Dynasty right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com for that. And, of course, this Saturday afternoon, don't forget to join us for WCWS Power Hour. Um, <clears throat> one four one three six four pound. As I'll be running down all the shows here from this past week here in the radio network. Plus, also of course we'll bring you uh, this coming Saturday in wrestling history. Plus, also some wrestling, some uh, wrestling news stories making the making the rounds as well. Be sure to join us for Power Hour this Saturday afternoon at five right here on Talk Show. Call ID one four one three six four pound. And 
Ladies and gentlemen, the phone number that you can contact, you can call us to probably to, to of course get on all of our shows on talkshow.com is as always is one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. So be sure to catch us there. Catch us of course all the time. We love for you to pop on and give us your take on everything that is discussed here of course on all of our shows here in the radio network by our own, like I said, panel, way too tough to handle indeed. So let's <clears throat> so there you have it there with our rundown. Uh, and let's go ahead and bring you of course some uh some wrestling stories here making the rounds. Of course, I said while we're getting that up here, I'll go ahead and let you know that we do thank the, the guys at fourleathermania.com for allowing us to read their stories here in the WWS Radio Network each and every each and every week. <clears throat> and, and that, of course, includes Revolution, Wolfpack, Power Hour, Raw Radio, and other stories there as well, indeed. So, We'll definitely be. We'll definitely, of course. Uh, we'll definitely be. Uh, of course, we'll definitely always look forward to doing that. So let's see what we have going on here. Of course, as some of our re- wrestling news coming up here. Uh, okay. We have some very interesting stories here, and let's see what we have on the table here for tonight. Uh, Jeremy Thomas brings us this story right here. As Shinsuke Nakamura discusses why he left New Japan Pro Wrestling for the WWE. Speaking with Lillian Garcia at Ace Comic Con, Shinsuke Nakamura discussed his decision to leave New Japan Pro Wrestling for WWE, Nakamura discussed the decision in the video. Of course, it's on this page if you want to go back, go down, and look at it, saying that he wanted to find new challenges. When asked why he decided to make a move, Nakamura said, Pro Wrestling Inc., in Japan, I thought I accomplished everything, so I tried other things. But then in 2015, I thought, what should I do next? At the time, my friend who works in WWE called me. Probably it's time to challenge, <clears throat> it's time to challenge next. Then I decided to join WWE, so I didn't follow the WWE history. But I knew big names like Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan, so they wrestled in Japan. When I was a kid, it was hard to watch WWE because I needed to go to the video shop, but I didn't have any money. Nakamura said he didn't do any research into the company before he signed on. One of them said to have an element of surprise about WWE. So, folks... So, folks, right there, there, there you have it there. Um, and, of course, like I say, he's been doing very, very well indeed. Of course, had a real big-time round of matches with WWE, with WWE champion um, AJ Styles, of course. Um, very, inter- very, very interesting, of course. Uh, he'll turn indeed, and, of course, he's been doing pretty well since. So, so we, we, we're, WWE is very, very fortunate to have such a accomplished superstar among their ranks. Jeremy Thomas brings us this story right here. As Bruce Prichard recalls being involved in Playboy's deal with Sable. Bruce Prichard spoke about Sable in the latest Something to Wrestle With podcast and discussed being involved in the arrangement of her Playboy deal. Of course, there's highlights from the discussion right here, Blood Pro Wrestling Inc. We're going to read something right here. On WWE partnering with Playboy for Sable's appearance on the cover of the magazine. He says, We were hot at the time, and the project itself was hot, and Rena was, good God, Sable, that character, was one of the most downloaded females in the world. Playboy, as they often, as they often or at least did back in the day, would, would often reach out to celebrities or other people who would appeal to their audience and make that offer. Would you pose new for Playboy? They approached WWE about Sable and asked, there was even talk of doing the women of WWF and all that other stuff that but but that Playboy had a that Playboy had a, approached us on how the deal came about. Excuse me, folks. I mean, I don't know all the particulars about how this, but about this. But usually they approach the company since we had to 
have the talent contract. They're the ones that broker the deal, and yeah, the company gets a portion of that money because they're under contract to the company. But I'm sure Vince looking at it and saying, which of the females, then approached her and asked if she would even be interested in it, and if it's something she considered doing, and she and she she interested in doing doing it. So they went further on with the deal. The final was actually done, and everybody agreed upon it. On Playboy, using the cover pick they used, and not the one of her being concealed only by a WWF women's title. Bruce <clears throat> Pritchard says, I think it was Playboy's choice looking at the two pictures and deciding which one was going to sell more magazines, nor just appealing to the wrestling fan with the belt and what have you. I don't know what the hell their thinking was behind it, but I thought the cover they picked was a pretty good one. So, folks, there's a there's a, there's a link there. You can go back and listen to this if you want to go back and uh, if you want to go back and, of course, uh, listen listen to this listen to this actual, these actual words right here. Another interesting thing here, of course, is we've been talking about, of course, uh, Ronda Rousey here. And, uh, WWE News right here, courtesy of Jeremy Thomas. Carmella calls out Ronda Rousey on on an Australian radio show, and WWE looks at Dolph Ziggler's intercontinental title reigns. During an appearance on Australia's MMM Hot Breakfast radio show, Carmella called out Ronda Rousey. As you can see, of course, by the post, by the below post from the WWE Australia Twitter account, SmackDown Women's Champion said, I beat Charlotte Flair twice. I'm looking for a challenge, Ronda Rousey. At WWE Australia's um, posted this at 5:57 p.m. today, saying, "This is this is Carmella saying this. I've beaten at Miss Charlotte WWE twice. I'm looking for a challenge at Ronda Rousey." This was said by at Carmella WWE on at MMM Hot Breakfast. Hashtag WWESSD. WWE posted the following video looking at Dolph Ziggler's six intercontinental championship wins. And WWE posted on, on Twitter at 101 p.m. yesterday saying, at heel Ziggler is officially a six-time hashtag IC champion, and he has no problem showing it off. Hashtag and new hashtag IC title. So, folks, we'll, we'll be looking at these, right? We'll be looking at, uh, you know, could Ronda Rousey go after Carmelo next? I mean, regardless of whoever, uh, says my own personal opinion, I say you got two got two girls, you know, who are you're real cocky and all because they have the belts. But I, I definitely feel like, said, you know, they continue to do that. They continue to do that, especially, you know, if they're aiming towards, you know, trying to you know, get a piece of Ronda Rousey's glory here. Rhonda is going to come back with a vengeance, and she's going to is going to, is going to take him for a loop. You better watch. You better watch this and see. I have a very good feeling about that. Uh, Jeremy Thomas brings us this story again today. Some other WWE news: Batista actually slams President Donald Trump over immigration tweets, and of course, as we mentioned in the birthdays, WWE celebrates Tiny Zeus Lister's birthday. Batista took issue with Donald Trump and the Republican Party over Trump's latest tweets about immigration after Trump posted to Twitter on Sunday arguing that undocumented workers should be removed from the country without judges or court cases. WWE alumnus and actor posted the following. At Dave Batista <clears throat> uh, posted this it was at 2.13 p.m. this afternoon. So illegal immigrants are the reason we have crime. Let's throw them in prison and take their children and put them in camps. Don't resist. This this just seems so familiar somehow. Hashtag Nazi propaganda. And this was this was the this is what he was talking about right here, what Donald Trump said on his Twitter account. Democrats fix the laws, don't resist. We are doing a far better job than Bush and Obama, but we need strength and security at the border. Cannot accept all the people trying to bring into our country strong borders, no crime. 
basically what Dave Batista is shouting off about, apparently. And at 3.26 p.m., Batista made this tweet saying, there's a huge part of me that believes that every elected member of the Republican Party has an, has an effing outburst of frustration every time. At real Donald Trump tweets something. I'm pretty sure it looks just like this, followed by, and of course, he's got several, of course, uh, sad, sad and sad and frown faces, followed by, of course, three angry faces, followed, followed by this, a smiley face and two claps. So there you have it there, folks. And also, WWE wished a happy birthday on Sunday to Tony Lister, who appeared in WWE at Zeus after he played the character in the Hulk Hogan star in wrestling film No Holds Barred. Lister turned 60 on Sunday. Set this at 4 o'clock p.m. today. Say happy birthday to Tiny Zeus Lister. Keep on WWE's official Twitter account. Two more stories we'll bring you here, folks, for the call in the evening. <clears throat> Jeffrey Harris brings us this story right here. Former WWE creative writer discusses Vince McMahon having memory lapses. Vince's view of women's wrestling in 2014 and which women Vince found unattractive. The Wade Keller Pro Wrestling Podcast recently, recently interviewed former WWE creative team member Kevin Eck, who discussed working for WWE, WWE and Vince McMahon. What are some highlights? The transcript via WrestleZone.com. Eck on Vince McMahon having memory lapses. As Vince has gotten older, I think he has become more forgetful with things, and there were a lot of instances where he had to be reminded. He would just flat out ask, what did we do on Raw last week with this guy? What did we do? We need to be caught. We need, we need, we would, he would need to be caught up to speed. Granted, he was in his late 60s, early 70s at that point and responsible for a lot of programming and seen a lot of angles over the years and seen a lot of TV shows. One of the funniest things I recall was Vince at one time in a booking meeting. It was Brock Lesnar against somebody. It was Vince, Brock Lesnar against somebody, and Vince was trying to think about what, of what the finish could be, and he literally says this in a booking meeting. He says, what's Brock's finish again? It wasn't a, it wasn't a joke. There was a kind of a pause that someone took him and said, the F5. Then it suddenly dawned on Vince that he had taken that move not too long before that and hurt his hip and made a joke about it. Oh, that's right. My hip didn't like that, that movie very much. He could not remember the F5. Kevin Eck on Vincent Mann's views of women's wrestling and the Divas in 2014. Kevin Eck said, when I was there in 2014, it was the Divas for sure, and Vince would use the line, our fans don't want to see the girls fight like the guys. Whenever there was a suggestion of more of a wrestling-type match or some type of stipulation, whether it be false count anywhere or whatever it might have been, it was no, 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 no one wants to see that. He would look at the girls. He would call them girls. That's why I'm saying girls as providing a sexu- sexuality aspect of the show. Let's get some sexuality on the show. which us get a lot of women's matches on the show. We would get a three- or four-minute match and get the women in the ring, and guys can see hot women. That would be a nice buffer to the next men's match. That's the way they were promoted. That era, Carmelo or Alexa Bliss, absolutely. They were perfect champions for that era, but not today. Eck on the women Vincent Man found unattractive. The women that I, Kevin Eck said, the women that I heard that Vince found unattractive would blow your mind like Caitlin was not attracted to Vince. That would just blow my mind. I just couldn't believe some of the things I used to hear. I tell you what, he grew to love AJ he grew to love AJ Lee, the whole storyline she did with CM Punk, Daniel Bryan. He grew to love her just as a character. I think that's why AJ got the push she did because obviously she didn't fit the cookie cutter mold of a diva either. Nothing against them but the Bella twins, Kelly Kelly, that was the mold of WWE women. So, like I said, folks, I mean, you know, we do know Vincent Mann is getting up there in age a little bit, so. But we haven't seen a whole lot of improvements in WWE here lately, so. But we'll have to hope, like I said, you know, some, some change can come out of it. 
and as and as a little bit more more various news right here to kind of close out the to kind of close out our promotion here for tonight. Firstly, of Jeffrey Harris, <clears throat> Bobby Lashley challenges Brock Lesnar. Roman Reigns responds, and Will Osprey appears on Straight to Hell. Paul Heyman posted a rant on Bobby Lashley on his Facebook account. Heyman claimed that Lashley dodged Lesnar in collegiate wrestling. Lashley later responded on Twitter and challenged Brock Lesnar to a fight. <clears throat> and says this, Bobby Lashley, and who would be Lesnar, the supposed college standout, who won the NAIA championship because he knew the competition for the Division I championship was too fierce. By the way, remember when Bobby won the NAIA title, and no one really cared about. Mark Lesnar was making national headlines winning the D1 Heavyweight Championship. <clears throat> when Bobby saw Brock Lesnar ascend to become the biggest box office attraction in UFC, Bobby knew he had no chance against Brock. So he hid behind Scott Cooker's tomato cans and strike force and Bellator, hoping to look good enough to graduate into a once-in-a-lifetime payday position against Brock Lesnar. But I've never even heard about Bobby because a few times I mentioned Bobby's name to Brock. And as always, that's a punchline to a joke about the pitiful level of pseudo-athletes who think are even in Brock's league. At Paul Heyman, at Heyman Hustle, says his Twitter account said this at 11.27 p.m. last night. He says, with all due respect, it's time for a lot of people within at WWE to simply grow up. To wit, I offer you this. And, of course, there's a link to, of course, his Facebook Uh, <clears throat> uh, of course, I said the Heyman Hustle. So check that out there as well. Uh, Paul Heyman uh, said here, um, said this again. He said, with all due respect, time for a lot of people from WWE to simply grow up to wit, I offer you this. Uh, Bobby Lashley said this at 2.19 p.m. this afternoon. He says, at fight Bobby, he says, I never ducked at Brock Lesnar in college. I never had the chance to meet him earlier in at WWE. Never was in the same hashtag MMA organization, and we're both here again in hashtag WWE. I'm ready. Let's do it. I'd love to fight Brock. Take that any way you want. After Lashley posted a tweet, Roman Reigns chimed in and responded to Lashley's tweet. He wrote, this isn't a college mat or an octagon. This is a squared circle, a.k.a. my yard. So do yourself a favor, Bob. Don't assume you'll make it out of hashtag extreme rules. And at Heyman Hustle, come say all this at hashtag Raw, please. You can check out, also you can check out Roman Reigns' uh, tweet below, which actually he said this exact same thing uh, at 2.42 p.m. today. Bobby Lashley replying to Paul Heyman and everybody else saying, <clears throat> of course, what I just said, but he never ducked Brock Lesnar in college. So you definitely, definitely check that out there as well. Will Osprey recently appeared on Cultaholic Straight to Hell alongside Ross Twiddell. And, of course, what he says on it, you can check out the video where he appears in this, this series right here below. So you can definitely check this out right here as well, folks. <clears throat> on that note here, folks, we're going to go ahead and call, and call it a night here, here of course, from our, for our promo here in the WWS Radio Network. And, of course, be sure to check out all of our shows here this week, folks. Like I said, Raw Radio tomorrow, Wrestling Revisited and Revolution Tuesday, Outside the Ropes, Wrestling Debate and Revolution on Wednesday. Also, of course, um, NWO Wolfpack on Thursday, Revolution on Friday, and Power Hour on Saturday. There's supposed to be a whole lot of big-time talk, including thoughts on what will take place on Raw, what did take place on Raw, what took place on SmackDown. Uh, all the wrestling news and views here for this coming week here being brought by King Ice. John will have all the wrestling history and birthdays here for you, including, of course, in this past weekend. <clears throat> also, of course, we'll have, speaking of John, him and Ann will finish off the contender versus contender match. Maybe other wrestling match, other trivia matches that, we may take place, that may take place as well. You never know what we have going on here, folks. But you can better, but you can better believe that we'll have a, we'll have a lot of exciting discussions here in the radio network coming up here this week. 
for the entire panel, way too tough to handle, folks. This is Mr. WWUS Chad Hinshaw. Thank you, thank you very much for for listening here tonight. And we'll catch you here, of course, starting off the radio network week with uh, WWUS Wild Radio tomorrow afternoon, from three to five. Call ID one three eight seven four four pound. This has been a promotion of the WWUS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com, where we are three years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Also, a pop culture connection there as well. <clears throat> so, folks, take care of yourselves and each other. We will see you, of course, in the ring and also, by the way, on the red carpet. And, <clears throat> and by all means, ladies and gentlemen, have a great week here coming and be sure to listen to all of our shows in the radio network, plus a lot of our past episodes as well. <clears throat> Some more exciting things happening, of course, on and off the shows. Of course, check out all of our groups on Facebook as well. Uh, like I said, uh, our tribute groups, also some of our other groups, including Entertainment Cavalcade, uh, for some of our newest groups, the Match Analysis Center, SMWUS, Mountain Grown Toughness, uh, of course, the groups that we have our live video feeds on, we've had here recently. Everything here, of course, uh, <clears throat> we we love, love love for you to watch everything, including, of course, uh, all of our, of course, talks about Raw, SmackDown, all the upcoming pay-per-views, and so much more of those folks. So, <clears throat> so take care of yourselves and each other out here, folks. We will see you in the ring and also on the red carpet. And as always, here in the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. God bless everyone. Have a terrific week. And we'll hope to catch you on all of our on, on our shows here this week here in the Radio Network. God bless and take care out there. Have a very safe week. And stay cool out there, of course, of course, <clears throat> during the weather wise as well. Have a great one, everyone. Take care from everyone here at the WWS Radio Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.